In this episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we're going to be reviewing Steve from Minecraft in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya, and this is the show where you can chill with us as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Q Command Podcast is produced by Savoia Studios and is part of the Savoia Media Network. To find all of our shows, just go to SavoyaMedia.com. You guys you guys enjoying life right now? Yeah. Nope. Eh? <laughs> yeah, okay. So pretty good responses around the board, a little bit of everything. Uh we uh we've we've been experimenting a little bit, going back to Smash Brothers. It's been quite a while since we've uh, played that game, I gotta say. Haven't had much of a reason to go back to it in the past couple months. I don't know about you guys. Trust me, there's no reason why I'd want to play that game. <laughs> well, jeez. I mean, I, I, I mean, I probably am the closest to have played it before <laughs> today, as or this month rather, because I played it back in August a little bit. But other than that, yeah, I, I play more single player games when I'm on Switch. Yeah, that seems to be consensus, you know. Burnout is a thing, but every time a game gets fresh content, it's always a good excuse to go back, which is what happened recently because uh, the world and the internet, and but more importantly, the internet was broken when uh, Sakurai revealed his latest uh, creation. Creation, yeah, creation. Forced to create for the game. <laughs> I would say forced. He, he picked that on himself, but... Nintendo directors straight up just walked to Sakurai and said, hey, put Steve in the game. And he's like, wow, that's going to be really hard. And then did it. He said yes. (laughs) I think Nintendo kept pestering him about putting Steve into Minecraft till he finally caved. The way he phrased it, I thought it was someone like one of his his uh, the directors or a co-worker walk up to him saying, you know, Mm -hmm. it'll be wild if you put Steve in Smash Brothers. And he's like, all right, bet. Watch me. And then no, uh, he, spent he the next three months. It was upper-level Nintendo people saying, uh, "Hey, put Steve in the game. You did this whole game. You made melee by yourself, pretty much." Yeah, and and he's uh, been working hard out of the next DLC characters because uh, we're we're well into past two at this point. Minmin was the first one, and the second one was Steve from the hit game Minecraft. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's, it's apparently pretty popular. It may have be the only thing above two hundred, what two hundred million copies worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you haven't heard of Minecraft. I, I don't know. You're you're missing out. I don't think you got outside enough. I mean, you you'd be pretty hard pressed to find someone that doesn't know what Minecraft is or Steve. You know, even though it's like really popular, it was a little puzzling because, uh, this the game genre is so different compared to anything else like that. Nintendo yeah. was put into Smash Brothers, so say, say, try putting a sandbox character into a fighting game. Yeah, <laughs> that is like the largest red flag you can ever put. <laughs> well, it also depends on the type of sandbox, though. Oh yeah, because technically Grand Theft Auto is a sandbox, <laughs> but it'd be so easy to put in one of the, a character from there into Smash. I I feel like Nintendo wouldn't be able to put like Trevor or something in Smash. I don't think it'll be so easy to like stick it in there rather than Steve who does everything. Actually, I always felt that um Steve was like a couple of rungs higher on the ladder of believability than characters like 
like the Grand Theft Auto protagonist or Nathan Drake or Lara Croft or something. I always thought there was a little more they could yeah. do with him than like just human beings who like shoot gun. Yeah, like there's so much you can do. Like it's definitely believable that you can put him in there. It's just kind of like what elements do you take and what do you leave behind? You didn't put in everything. No, they did it. They actually omitted a bunch of stuff that was something I thought would be a shoe in for Smash Brothers. Uh like like projectiles in general. Yeah, he doesn't have his bow. He doesn't. Yeah, so okay, so let's let's get into the character and what he does have. Presentation-wise, I think they nailed it. It he looks so literally stripped from Minecraft. He sure does look like a Minecraft, all right. Which makes him look very out of place <laughs> in Smash. His get up. His get up. <laughs> His hilarious. Or uh, him getting beat up by uh, Harry or Incineroar in their final smashes. He's kind of just walking in the middle of their final yeah, smash. Yeah, it's like they're beating up a spray-painted cardboard box, essentially. Metal Steve is a nightmare to behold. Oh my god, I haven't even, I haven't <laughs> yeah, even I looked at Metal that. Steve. But what about Big Steve? Big Steve. Big Steve. Big, Big Metal Steve. Steve. I I don't know how I feel about the fact that I can now hear the uh, announcer say Steve in an official Nintendo game. I don't know. Or Alex. Weird. <laughs> funny. He was like, get ready for Steve. It's just like, what? Or Alex, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alex, how do you feel about that? What do you mean? Why, what do how, I what do you feel f- about how that? How do you feel about the announcer saying your name? How do I feel about Xander Mobis saying my name? Yeah. Completely normal because I hear it on a daily basis. But you're in Smash now, Alex. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hear my name called out every day, so what's the difference now? Actually, it's overused now. <laughs> well, now it's saying your name right after he says Mario or Bowser Jr. Jr. That kind of stuff. Has a nice yeah. ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> it still feels out of place. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you know what else looks out of place as a model? That thing, that lighting is so weird. Yep. I said it yesterday. It, it looks uncanny, like you mentioned, Alex, because the lighting is identical to Minecraft and it doesn't have the smash flare that all the other characters have because the model is so simple and it has no texture yeah. to it. I mean, that's unavoidable, but it's still unsettling. Want to know the sad part about it? What's that? He is the best. Like, in terms of what Minecraft is, it is the best represented game in Smash, but it's also the weird, like, (laughs) the weirdest represented franchise in Smash. (laughs) Just because of how he looks. Well, what makes you say it's the best represented? I'm just curious. Because they, they nailed everything. There is no interpretation to his moveset oh yeah that isn't just taken straight out of minecraft like with mario he doesn't he doesn't do punches and kicks in midair like whatever's all the time well i mean not in midair but yeah but he's not like doing his up air and back air in mario 64 all the time yeah no <laughs> but like everything steve does is straight out of minecraft like you can find every single animation in there even the get up attack where he just slides up. Uh, depending on the mod. His up B is the only one I don't recognize. That's that because is... it's from a newer patch. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's... Well, I say newer, but it's been in the game for like two, three years. 
Yeah, it's like when did Reset. the Electra come out? Like one point fourteen? I think 1. so. 16? I can't. I always thought he was saying Electra, like Mm-mm. the the Daredevil no, character. It, it's, it's Elytra. Uh don't know where it's bond off of. His his moves basically they, they you have to have materials to use a good chunk of his move set, but some of them don't. And I know he like went over it, like which ones do and don't. But I honestly don't remember which ones he specified because when I was playing Steve, I was like I'm trying to throw out some moves and they're not coming out. I don't know why. The only ones that don't have it are the flint and steel, the bucket of lava, which is his down smash, and the magma block. Oh, so the TNT does use it. It uses redstone. Oh, okay. It's always been a, considered a redstone object in the game that's created out of sand and uh, gunpowder. It's heavily interacted with the idea of redstone. That's why it's considered redstone. Okay, that that makes sense, but it's still it's still weird. Like in <laughs> yeah. general, his mechanics are so weird. Mm-hmm. Because you can't bring in the entirety of Minecraft or else you'd have a different. Oh, they issue. brought in plenty. <laughs> they brought in plenty. Probably like maybe an eighth of what Minecraft actually is. <laughs> in all honesty, I I feel like. Nathan's observation of bringing in Minecraft like being like the most represented is probably true because you really have to go less into smash mode when you're when you're playing him and more into Minecraft mode. Minecraft yeah. and trap mode. He is literally the idea of setting your opponent completely up to get hit. But it's also it also involves having to forget a lot of the fundamentals because his fundamentals don't work even remotely the same as most of the cast. Yeah. The closest he gets to is uh, Duck Hunt Dog. And that's no, even, up not even a sizable margin. Duck Hunt Dog is more is, is a pretty basic character. Steve is... I feel like Steve... A lot of Steve's stuff... Like, if you didn't watch that presentation, you just picked up the game because you saw Mario and Sonic on the, on the cover. He's so cryptic. Like, there's so much stuff you have to keep track of. You have to keep a mental uh, storage of literally all his mechanics at the same time and how they work with each other and whatever. Sounds like Hero. (laughs) Hero's a little different. (laughs) Hero still has less of the micromanagement that uh, Steve has. He is micromanagement the character incarnate. (laughs) Like, imagine if you didn't watch the presentation... And then you thought his B button was literally just mining the ground and nothing else. Yeah, imagine trying to figure out why you can't like use the, the fun little mine cart and you figure it out it's because you don't have a certain color of that horizontal block on next to your profile picture. You're like, what you the may heck is not that? also get on a spe- certain stages. Yeah, that too. Like in the fact that with the competitive stages, that that factor of random randomization and mining is taken away but every other stage it it depends on the terrain just having to keep that in mind you have to shift to a different mode within the same character it's so off-putting yeah all right so so how do you guys like how he feels in general like moving around jumping just the fundamentals he felt fine moving around that wasn't an issue and we say certain items had issues uh I I hadn't 
I was having fun with the Elytra, except for the fact that it kind of killed itself a little too quickly. I feel like that killed itself a little too fast in some regards, but I assume that's also a balancing thing for that. I think he feels pretty clunky. Like, compared to someone like Pikachu or Mario, Steve just feels so awkward to move around with. Yeah, I went into trading mode, like the first, right when he came out. And it felt like he didn't feel the same. Like it, it, it didn't even feel like I was controlling a Minecraft character. It felt like I was, uh, I don't know, like I was controlling Nathan Drake in Uncharted One. Like he's hard to turn around. His jump isn't very good. I didn't try his rolls though. I don't know if those are any good. Weird. <laughs> are they rolls though? It's. <laughs> it's like is side back. step back. <laughs> His, it's his like step scoot back and try <laughs> is weird as well. I mean, he's not the most agile character. I don't think we can expect that. Do they? They want you to play him campy, I guess, because he doesn't have much in terms of mobility. You literally, you have to mine at the beginning of the stage or the beginning of the match if you want anything to work with, because you need those materials. So you gotta press that B button. And mine, and mine, and mine. While someone, like, if you're up against a rushdown character or a character with projectiles, like we tried last night, it's not much you can do in the beginning. Oh my god, when I played Dark Samus against y'all, I confidently three-stalked you. Yeah, I, I had, a, had a little bit of difficulty figuring out what I'm supposed to do. Because I was like, well, I have to mine, right? But I can't mine, so I have to evade. But Steve isn't very fast, so... And then, I I was a little confused how I was supposed to yeah. approach it. And then pretty yeah. much Nick just went with the oh let me spam down tilt and up smash. Strategy. Pretty much, and that was that was like, like, I, I guess it works, but like if I wasn't as rusty as I was, <laughs> it would have been easy. And like if I played better in like any capacity, I probably would have whooped them as well. Yeah, and uh, the the one four player match where two of you were two of us were Steve, I was Palutena, and the someone else was Donkey Kong. Yeah, the the projectiles just kept stopping the the Steves like nothing else. Well, it's because they didn't give him tools to work with it. Like uh, like Fox doesn't have a very good projectile and whatever, but he's got a reflector. Yeah, Mario has to get in there. He's got a reflector too. And then uh, other characters like like Link and Samus that don't have tools to play defensively, they have to they have the projectiles that they need to cover that large area. Steve yep. doesn't have that. Nope. He he can build blocks, but he's got a mine first, and that takes up materials, and it doesn't even protect him because he has they to break. like jump first. Yeah, it breaks, and I he can't even like hide behind it. That they're done like for now with making new characters with reflectors. I think so. Because every was, every other uh, character except for Byleth and Terry has a reflector as a DLC. Does Banjo have a reflector? No, no he does not. No. I take that back. He does have an invincible side B though. Yeah, Terry has well, super armor as well, and Byleth has a supercharged arrow to close that gap. And he also has super armor on the damage. Yeah, so it kind of leaves Steve a weird close range really close range he wants to be up close and personal and like hit you with his neutrals and you know try and get that fair spike or whatever 
but at the same time he also wants space so that he can mine and craft and set up a wall he doesn't quite have the tools to do both well so he's just kind of left in an awkward like middle point where yeah he can kind of get in your face a little bit but if his tools break he's screwed but his defensive options if if he can zone you out it's great but if you can get in he's screwed pretty uh, much does the walking punch still disrupt just wondering yeah it, it does but it doesn't combo into itself very well okay unlike the sword variant which definitely does i'll say that little jab is like mega man's little pellets just like kind of stuns you yeah that is something we brought up yesterday was that his neutral air neutral is a very important get off me tool for a lot of characters and his works similar to Mega Man's, but without the advantage. Like, he doesn't have the range of the lemons, and he doesn't have the powerful initial hitbox that Mega Man's arm has. He literally just has the the disrupting portion of it. And there's no way for him to land because it doesn't have a bottom hitbox. So his his landing is very linear if you take the anvil into account. It, it's a pretty decent landing tool if you have the iron to expend, but... If you're playing against decent people, they're probably going to only fall for that like twice and then punish you every other time. Speaking of punish, uh, Steve's punishing game is actually pretty good. Like I, I was able to secure stocks by getting the parry into front smash. And that seems like the most reliable way to do it. Cause, I'm sure that's how he's going to be optimized. Kind of like yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah, I, I feel like Pac-Man's still like a better Steve. Cause he's, oh yeah, for sure. Like way better. He just got the same tools, but like in a better capacity. Because Steve can't spam with his specials. So what we know. No, he can't. Nope. Because you don't even have like a durability meter. You don't know when your tools are going to break. Mm-hmm. It's not like Robin stuff. Yeah. Because the meter he has is his inventory, and they didn't want to add a second meter on top of the character. The f- like, I like the new mechanics and stuff, but I don't like all the micromanagement they're doing. Like, it feels like, except for Min Min and Byleth, every uh, new character has had some sort of, like, little thing they have. Like, a little meter or whatever micromanagement next to their character. Yeah, a gimmick next to their character portrait. And it, it it's, it's like, I'm trying yeah. to, like, I'm trying to play a fighting game. I'm not trying to play an RPG. Like, uh, I like <laughs> Terry's. Terry's is, Terry's is simple. Terry's is a simple fighting it's, game character. It's definitely so. nowhere near as uh, complex as Steve's. Steve or Hero. Uh, or hero. Terry has the the go meter, but that's like flashing and it's big and you don't have to like deal and with it. It just 100%. tells you you have it. Yeah. It's and literally just telling you the, you have the only this. micro I, I would say beyond that, the, the only micromanagement for Terry is knowing how to actually put in command inputs. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, Ryu has that. Yeah, so does Ken. The inputs aren't hard anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Joker is also, like Terry, is the one that you're not really caring about your micromanagement as much as, say, Hero, Steve, and Banjo. Because you, if you don't micromanage with those characters, you're out of a moveset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, imagine if they had 
done the like the extra inputs they put in for these fighting game characters and gave it to Steve so he could do more Minecraft stuff. The <laughs> like Steve already has um like a huge like learning curve just oh, yeah. Yeah, his more. <laughs> initial kit. It he doesn't really need more. He's already I, gonna struggle a ton. The only fighting game move I could see on Steve is you know, quarter circle forward, hit A, there's the bow. That's mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's so weird he doesn't have the bow. That's the main thing. There's no like, skeleton the bow skin is either. so iconic to Minecraft and they didn't put it in. I, I'm very puzzled why they like the skins they have, they have the Alex and Steve skins, and they have the uh, the the zombie and the Enderman, but no skeleton skin. Even though they had, they had to like downsize the Enderman to make him fit on the skin, but the skeleton is the same proportion. Who's yeah. the freaking Alex's? No offense, Alex. Well, it, it was uh, it was made when they updated the game around the time Microsoft bought Mojang. They updated yeah. the game with a skinnier, uh, like skinnier arms on the model or something like that, and they just named it Alex. It's the, like uh, I say pixel, but you you know what I'm talking about. Like mm. when you look at him, it just takes off one row of and like one column of blocks, Pixels. yeah, things. Um, and it yeah, she came around about the same time as Bedrock Edition came out. You know what I thought his final smash would have been? The dragon. <laughs> I kind of yeah. figured, like at the end of the house, the dragon would just come and just, just ablaze the whole house. Considering where House of Boom takes place, which is the standard overworld, as far as I remember, you can't drag the Ender Dragon out without mods. No, you can't. It would have been interesting if his final smash was an end portal instead, or or like (laughs) another portal. Have it be like the Wither or the Ender Dragon instead. Instead of House of Boom. But uh, I get why they wanted the, to put the creeper in somewhere. Yeah. Other than a, just a spirit in a fighter costume. Uh, I get. That. I guess they wanted to keep it standard with the whole Minecraft aesthetic yeah. because that's what they brought for the stage, which is the standard overworld. Standard um, overworld with yeah. different biomes. Yeah. I, I like the stage. It's good. The stage it's is in. cool. Yeah. It's cool. I I wish there were some of the original like music like Sweden, but. The music mm-hmm. choice is also fine. Well, you know why that is, right? C418 had issues licensing. So it's like Square Enix? Pretty much. Square Enix and uh, Atlas. Though Atlas definitely gave more than Square ever did. Square yeah. technically gave more for Hero, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain too much. We like Smash has already got so much stuff as it is. Like... They're literally the DLC is just the icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna get four more characters because Steve was only number two. He he's he's fun. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna play him a lot, but I just think he's a little too complicated. Yeah. I just I just hope for like the future characters they they kind of tone it down with the complexity and just make sure they're fun <laughs> to play as and not not so much uh. You know, so lay off the gimmicks a little bit. And the meat costumes are fine. Though I did see horror pictures today of Sans heads on the creeper bodies. Uh, <sighs> or the pig body or the pig head on like the Isabel body piece. <laughs> it, it's not a fun sight there. 
I'm gonna try not to think about that in my nightmares. But uh, yeah, so um, Steve, uh, Steve's interesting. If you want him, he's like what, it's like six dollars individually. But if you want to get the fighter pass, yeah, five ninety nine. But if you want to get the fighter pass, it's thirty bucks uh, on the eShop. Um, so it's available for purchase now. Go try him out if you want Steve from Minecraft in your Super Smash Brothers. All right, so that's all the time we have this week. Uh, you can find our podcast on any podcast app. We actually recently just got onto Amazon Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts. And uh, you can also follow our social medias under the same name, Cube Command, and our YouTube channel to watch us play games. We just uh, started the uh, series of A Hat in Time that Alex is playing, and uh, episode two just went up as this recording is going on. The Cube Command podcast is produced by Savoy Studios and is a part of the Savoy Media Network. To find our shows, just go to SavoyaMedia.com. And we are also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Fitz Tech, it's here. To find the Cube Command podcast, go to TechPodcast.com. Uh, Alex, would you like to plug your stream before we head out? I play uh, a bunch of things on my YouTube channel, uh, Caldeo 60 Plays. Uh, currently, my two major playthroughs are Metroid Prime 2 Echoes, which is almost wrapping up. I'm currently in Sanctuary Fortress. And Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, that is also somewhat close to being done. On Wednesdays, Thursdays on Twitch, I am playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Tomorrow, uh, Session 5 will be going up on YouTube as of the day this goes up. Oh, cool. That's about it. All right, you can check out Alex's streams and his playthroughs on his YouTube and Twitch channels under the name Kelio 60 plays That's that's all we have for the show today. My name is Thomas Savoy. I want to thank you all for listening. This has been the Cube Command Podcast. We will catch you next time. Have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are, you, what are you talking about? Use our promo code CUBECOMMAND to get your first month of hosting free.